We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's baseball season. So let's talk high school baseball with some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state of Wisconsin. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Now, here's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM. The fan. Thanks for joining me. Talking high school baseball. Their their baseball season, high school baseball season is over. Just seems too early to me, but that's just me. We'll talk a couple of coaches in studio with me. Mike Schrammick from Sussex Hamilton. Ty Johnson from Brookfield East. Boys, how you doing, Mike? How you been? Good. Yeah, Good. thanks for coming in. That's... Uh... I, Slow process here, but uh, uh, just trying to lick my wounds best I can. Ty, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's a bummer the season ended the way it did, but you got to feel proud of your accomplishments by making it to state. Yeah, I I agree, but it's still you know when when you get there you want to finish the deal, and it's hard. You guys, uh, awfully good conference, man. Right, really good conference this year, and and uh, to be able to say, hey, look, we we're, we're we're there. We we got there. We're really close to getting to the finals, and. Uh, I was impressed by looking at, at, at your conference, Menominee Falls, Sussex-Hamilton, Brookfield East, Wauwatosa East was good, Germantown was really competitive, Brook Central was really competitive, Marquette had a little down year, Tosa West and West Dallas Hale down at the bottom, but night in and night out, Mike, uh, tough conference. Yeah, well, you know, and as far as Marquette goes, um, you know, they they gave us all we could handle, um, you know, so I would, I would, uh, keep them right with, uh, that category of, of competitive. I mean, they had, uh, they had a kid who could pitch it and, uh, you know, they, uh, um, they could field it, but yeah, uh, coach and I were talking about that before, uh, uh before we came on here and, uh, um, you know, there's, there's some pride in, and being the first year that we're all spring, um, you know, we, uh, uh, I, I felt like wanted to represent ourselves, uh, well and uh, uh, I, I, you know, we, we both agreed that uh, we felt like we had uh, a conference that uh, had every ability to to represent summer baseball uh, as as well as anybody could. Um, now that we're all spring, yeah. Do you uh, the 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 change tie with with no longer having summer baseball? Um, first of all, that really tough spring, man, for baseball. You guys lose out a lot of games. Uh, <clears throat> yes, we did. We ended up canceling our. Greater Metro Conference tournament because uh, we couldn't fit the games into the schedule. We were still making up regular season season games up until the playoffs started, so that was a little difficult. Uh, but we didn't miss out on too many. We got 23 in of a 26. Um, I've actually coached spring baseball before. I was assistant coach at Catholic Memorial beforehand, okay. and uh, this is my fourth year coaching spring. We've played four four years. We've played a game in March, and so we played a game in March this year. You kind of got to deal with the. The cold aspect, but the rain this year was unrelenting. Unbelievable. The fields had to be just in, in, in really bad shape. 
with 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 the way they they place this in the beginning, you know you've got to have a lot of guys that can throw strikes. You know, you're gonna give the ball to some guys that maybe you you normally wouldn't. Now you've got to get games in some double headers, back to back games when on the schedule it didn't look like that, Mike. What does that do to a roster? Well, you know, it'll be interesting because um, this year I, I factored that in with uh, the amount of guys that I kept. But uh, um, for us, we, we were fortunate. I mean, the first uh, four weeks of the season, uh, we, we ended up playing uh, two games a week. So, uh, you know, if, if you look at my stat line, my, my two horses were Arado and Barnes. And, uh, um, you know, part of our success this year was just those guys' ability to uh, hit the mound. Uh, they have 100 pitches to work with, and uh, more times than not, um, they're still standing in the seventh inning with, uh, you know, um, 10 pitches uh, left to, uh, to, to use. So, uh, you know, we were very fortunate in that um, uh, we were able to get through the first eight uh, conference games with basically those two guys doing most of the throwing. Boy, that's that's unusual. Yeah, no, it, it was. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to use this or use that experience as uh, how I move forward. I, I, I think to your point, uh, I still want to make sure that we're, we're as well protected on the back end as possible to make sure I've got uh, got arms uh, available and ready to go. Speaking of Arado, let me run down today's show. At 1030, we're going to talk to Eric. And uh, I know his dad pretty well. And um, I, I watched him. We did Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week, and he's the quarterback at Sussex Hamilton. I watched him, um, you know, control that huddle, and uh, he he's a pretty good baseball player, from yeah. my understanding. We're going to talk to him at ten thirty, eleven fifteen. Nathan Meyer, head baseball coach at Union Grove. Ty, you're, you guys played baseball together, right? Yeah, we used to play together, and it, it's exciting to see him at state as well. The same time we were there, uh, we played them earlier in the year, and we ended up losing uh, a game two to three to them. Yeah, a pretty good team they had. Yeah, he uh, he said he was much better. Ba- no, he didn't say any of that. <laughs> I'm talking smack at, at this point. Head baseball coach at, at Union Grove will join us at eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. I'm going to kick you guys loose, and uh, Mike Zimmerman. And uh, the owner of Milwaukee Milkman is going to come in and spend that last half hour with me. And uh, we're going to talk. Their first real home game is coming up. And if you don't know much about the Milkman and if you're not not familiar with Mike Zimmerman, stick around that 1130 to, to, to noon. Those two segments, they're really fun. He is so passionate about baseball. He's still playing. Older guy still playing. He came in the first time we um, I had him on the show. We were talking about guys 55 or 50 and over, 45 and over, still playing. And he came in uniform because he had to leave here and go right to go play. And I've got a brother who's 60, I don't know, 64, 65, lives in Florida. He's playing on 35 and over, 45 and 55, and he's a catcher. And, and I said, man, can you throw some of these guys out? He goes, yeah, I can one-hop it and get these boys, man. But he, he can still get, you know, he'll catch seven innings on one team and go catch another five somewhere else. And so that's the kind of guy Mike Zimmerman is. And for him to own the Milwaukee Milkmen, it's, uh, they've got some great things going on. So stick around for, the, for that segment. Hey, Ty, when, uh, when Mike was talking about, you know, being able to get through those eight conference games kind of with two pitchers, you were smiling. That wasn't the case at Brook East? Yeah, we were quite different. Uh, we had two really good pitchers as well in Riley Letourneau and Bailey Banashinsky. Uh, but there was a stretch in which we had six games in five days. Oh, and man. we had to rely on pitching depth. And luckily for us, we had uh, quite a few pitchers that were pretty good. Uh, we had a few sophomores, Logan Letourneau and Will Stavitsky, and another freshman named Ryan Karst that threw a lot. And we had a returning pitcher, Nick Radke, that threw 30 innings in us in summer baseball last year. 
And uh, so we got away, or we had to work in a lot more guys, and uh, we had a lot of depth. And for, for us to win all six of those games, it really speaks to how good our depth was as a pitching staff this year. Who threw that game up at State against Fond du Lac that you guys lost 2-1? to uh, one? Riley Letourneau. He's a Madison College commit. Okay. Yeah, I, he obviously had a good game. Oh, yeah. To give up two runs. And offensively, you're hoping if you only give up two, you're feeling pretty good. Right? Oh, yeah. We we didn't we didn't give a run through seven innings and uh, that was Riley's pitching those whole seven time or yeah, seven innings yeah. and he was just pounding the strike zone throwing hard throwing a curveball uh, making plays fielding every bunt uh, that was bunted yeah and those are good good formula for success and we just couldn't get it done offensively the the other end of the spectrum you score twelve you think you're probably going to win especially with a couple of horses like uh, Barnes and Arado but man Eau Claire North can hit the ball. Yeah. They ended up winning the thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I give them all the credit because, uh, you know, there were some people that uh, um, weren't there, and, you know, their their immediate uh, question to me was, oh, boy, what happened? You know, errors? No, it was not errors. I mean, it was just a team that uh, uh, hit good pitches. I mean, I, I talked to uh, Cam Laskowski, who was our catcher, uh, a couple times, and I'm just like, Cam, are, are those guys leaving it over? He's like, no, coach, they're they're hitting good pitches, you know, and – I watched the state championship game against Sun Prairie, and from one through nine, yeah, those guys. You know what? It wasn't like you get through the first five and then you can coast. You know, six through nine, and then get get jacked up to go through one through five again. Those guys eight and nine were were really squaring up on some of those balls, and it uh, they they impressed me. Eau Claire North was a heck of a baseball team, and for them to win the first only. Right, yeah. and they'll go down and 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 look. People ten, fifteen years from now, will be who's the first team that that won the you know once we stopped going summer, who's the real state champion? Well, this year in Division One, it was Eau Claire North, and they beat a good Sun Prairie team. Yeah. Well, and as I as I look at it, you know, I I um I guess I was equally as impressed with the the fact that that that's not easy to 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 go into the batter's box when. Everything's on the line, and you know when we had our lead and they had to plate runs, um, you know every one of those hitters didn't have any choice. I mean, you you can't make outs. You you don't have the uh, you can't afford to make outs at that point in time. You just got to keep on the base paths. You got to keep uh, hitting the ball, and and that's exactly what they did. And and uh, you know um, as Ty will attest to, it was against some some pretty good pitchers. You know, and so hey, I, I give them all the credit in the world. Yeah, how did the kids react going and playing at that stadium? You know, it's I, I know from a basketball side when you go when you step into the Kohl's Center, it's a different feeling. Man, the lights are a little brighter. You know, the seats are. Yeah, you know, there's a big crowd there. To to go and play uh, where the Timber Rattlers play, uh, your kids reacted pretty good to that tie. Oh yeah, they they enjoyed the experience. It's a pretty neat stadium in general. Yeah, a lot I of love fans, it. Big time atmosphere. Uh, what I kind of took away from the field was it it played like field turf. It's it's a lot different than playing on a normal high school field. It's natural grass, dirt infield, but it played like field turf. So it was pretty true. It was quick, and it's big. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things when you get to that state tournament is just how deep the outfield is compared to other high school fields. you got to be pretty set on your cutoffs, communication. Those things are critical when you win those games at state to making sure you're in the right position at the right time. You agree with that, Mike? Yeah. You know, and um, – uh, Ty and I actually talked about this uh, a couple days ago where um, it uh, it factored into our game, no doubt about it. You know, uh, I think that uh, the, the balls that were hit to the wall in our game um, would have been 
doubles, uh, possibly triples in, in most of the ballparks we play in. Uh, the key factor was uh, if there was anybody on base, especially somebody on first. I mean, it was, you know, I, I know for myself standing in the uh, um, uh, third base box, like, for example, when uh, uh, Chris Barnes uh, hit his uh, bases clearing uh, double to, I think it was to tie the game up for us at 6-6, uh, um, I knew no matter who was at first base, if that ball gets to the wall, we're clearing the bases. You yeah. know? And in and, and, and every other ballpark that we play in, um, that that's not necessarily the case. You know, so... Uh, um, it, it, that was an adjustment, and I'm, I'm not sure how much I like that, but uh, it was it was part of the game. You know, it's interesting because on the basketball side, all of a sudden now, you know, you're playing in high school gyms, and you get up to state, and, and it's and it's ten feet longer; it's five feet on either side. So, so as an assistant coach who handles the rotations, our rotations had to shorten up. You know, think we had to do things just a little bit different, like you're saying, a little bit different. It's the the, the court's a little bit wider, ten feet longer. So our rotations had to be a little shorter because they're going to get tired a little bit quicker. Plus the atmosphere, the excitement. You, you know, you can't have some kid go out and, and run out of gas after six minutes. So let's be really leery of that, and let's make sure that we're getting guys in and out and and doing it on just a little bit quicker basis. So again, just a little different. You go up and in, 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 in play up there, and everything's a little deeper. You know, guys can can go from first to home a lot easier. Certainly, first to third. If if it gets in any gap, they're going home. So, yeah, those kids enjoyed it, though, Mike. Yeah, they did. They did. And um, you know, we um, through our run, you know, there, there had to be a balance. Uh, I, I wanted them to enjoy it, but I also didn't want them to make uh, more of it than than they needed to. So we uh, we really preached uh, uh, just have fun. It's just a game. Um, so I, I think that uh, they enjoyed the experience, but I also think they balanced that out with uh, making sure they understood that uh, it's just another baseball game that we're going out to try to compete and win. Well, you sound a lot better today than you did yesterday, man. <laughs> I felt, you know what, Ty, you were, you were happy to hear from me. Mike was like, oh, yeah, I, look, I know it's good for our program and I want to highlight our kids, but man, this hurts today. And I've been there, brother, I do. I, I've been there and uh, it's, you know what, you want it, so bad for these kids, you know what? To be able to say, hey, look, it's a big deal they got the state, Mike. It is, and and you know what? Um, they'll talk about this for a long time. Once you get there, you want to just close out the deal, and I certainly understand the pain that that you guys were going through. Uh, we'll continue our conversation. We're talking high school baseball. Um, Mike Shramick, who is uh, from Sussex Hamilton, Ty Johnson from Brookfield East, and we'll talk a little bit more about their rosters and and. How their programs are so strong? Does it come from the youth program? Does it come from kids that dedicate 100%? I, I don't think. I know they both have a lot of multi multi-sport athletes on their teams, and we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Mike Schrammick from Sussex Hamilton, Ty Johnson from Brookfield East. I want to thank you guys for coming in because I know once once the season's over, man, it's family time because you've been away from him for a long time. And Mike, I know that Hudson and Bryn, Hudson's your son. How old is Hudson? 
Hudson is uh, seven, but he's going to be eight in uh, uh, a few days. Man, hey, ha- happy birthday, Hudson. That's awesome. How old is Bryn? Uh, Bryn is uh, five, going on about 16. So. Yeah. Hi, and guys. Bryn. Kirsten is your, your wife? Yes. Yeah, well, you know what? There's uh, And Jess Johnson is, is your wife. Um, Ty, and I know if you listen to the show, you know that uh, I believe there's a special place in heaven for coaches' wives because, man, they put up with a lot with us, don't they? Yeah, without her, I wouldn't be coaching. Yeah. You know what? And, and I and I believe that. And she does she come to games? Uh, we have a puppy that likes to come to games, so she <laughs> she battles the, with him. What's the puppy's name? Parker. Parker. Parker Johnson. Yeah. And that's, there you go. That's what kind of dog is it? Yellow Lab. There you go. And it's a puppy. Yeah. Yes. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> First dog. Yes. Oh man, my wife right now is yelling lie. It's a total lie. They're so cute when they're. We had a Labradoodle. Uh uh-uh. uh. We had we had Abby for a long time. Abby got sick. Abby had to go away, and uh, yeah, I'm never again, man. <laughs> but you'll love it. It's, dogs are great. You 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 have them all. Hudson, a baseball player. He is. Um, you know, he's a he's a byproduct of uh, of the environment, and uh, um, you know, actually, uh, uh, Bryn, she can swing it too. Really? You know? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So it's. Uh, uh, it's great. They uh, they both love it, but uh, um, equal to that, they they also love other things. You know, um, they're both uh, really good in school and uh, love art and and like like good. to do lots of other things. So, and you know, kind of to that to that point too. Uh, you know, um, just what Ty was saying. Uh, I, I I would not be able to do this without uh, the, the support of my wife. I mean, I just uh, there's times where um I I don't even need to look behind the fence. I just hear behind the fence, and right. she's just got uh, oh I know that uh, two, feeling. Two devils just running <laughs> around, and I it's just like feeling. oh, <laughs> it's a bad feeling too yeah. when you're coaching. You're trying to watch everything in front, but you can hear the little ones behind, and uh, you know that this is something you're going to talk about probably in the car on the way home. Yeah. And you're going to have to deal with Nathan Meyer, the head coach at Union Grove, who's joining us at 11.15. He said, look, I'll come on, but you have to understand that uh, my wife chose to go to work today because I've been gone for so long. And I got these kids, and there might be some screaming. I said, that's all right. That's good radio. Don't worry about that. And he said, well, I'll come on, but there, I might have to cut that short if these kids get out of hand. I said, no, don't worry about it, coach. We'll we'll handle that. Hey, um, Ty, how long? How many years have you been at Brook East? Uh, this is my second. Second year. Yes. Man, um, there's a lot of pressure at Brookfield East because sports-wise, they're really good, competitive in everything. Basketball program, I think the basketball coach is, is uh, certainly in the conversation to be the best high school basketball coach in the state of Wisconsin. Oh, without a doubt. He, a great coach. Great coach. And a good guy. I, I, I like him. Took me a while to get him in studio, but I got him in and uh, – Boy, he lives and breathes, and and this is his deal. Oh yeah, he, he intense guy, uh, great program, and he just runs a phenomenal program. puts in a ton of time. Ton of time. Your track and field program, Mike does a great job over mm-hmm. there. Um, so there is some pressure, and 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 Brookfield East is is known to be really good in their athletic programs. Um, you're comfortable with 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 having that on your shoulders as as a head baseball coach there. I think success breeds success. So I think uh, success in other sports translates down. Um, so I like to see the football team go to the state championship. I like to see the basketball team go to go to state. Yeah. So I think that uh, gives us a good path of where we want to go. Our athletes learn from that. They have the experience of making it that far into the, the state tournament. And I think that translates when it comes to the baseball field. We, we get to reap the benefit. We're the last sport to go. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, so I love multi-sport athletes. Are you in the building? 
I am not. You are. What do you do for a living? I'm an accountant, an accountant and a manufacturing company. Good business. Good. Yes. Yes. Mikey, uh, you agree with that as far as what Ty said? It's success and certainly your basketball program. Coach Demato does a nice job. Same thing. I mean, a lot of pressure out in Sussex. Be, the, first of all, the indoor facility is ridiculous, and everybody oh. thinks you. <clears throat> I, you know, I called it the D'Amato Dome once. Never again. <laughs> Coach D'Amato's like, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> You're going to get him in trouble. <laughs> well, no. You know what happened? One of the, his assistant coaches in football said, hey, no, that's what they go ahead. Tell him, you know, just call it that. And I did. And John was like, what are you doing? I said, the guy told me that's the name of it. And all the assistants are laughing. They set me up really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, phenomenal facility, as you know, there. But the success in other programs out in Sussex is, you know, makes it a lot of pressure to, to win, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, we're very fortunate, I think, in both uh, uh, schools right now where uh, we just got an influx of uh, of good athletes. And, uh, you know, I think that the, the real pressure is to make sure that you're um, um, molding those, those good athletes into uh, a great product, um, you know, um, on the court, on the field, uh, what have you, and then and, after, and, right? And then after, you know. Are you in the building, Mike? Uh, I'm in the district, uh, not in the building, but uh, I, I do have uh, uh, my other three guys uh, on staff that are in the building, and uh, so um, you know, in, in that regard, it's uh, it's really nice. And um, we uh, uh, we're just in the finish, finishing stages of uh, building a, a, a new intermediate uh, building next year. And uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, to, to get, uh, land a, a teaching position over there, so I'm really excited. It's it's literally um, a stone's throw away from my baseball field, and Perfect. Uh, uh, so that's going to make things a, a lot easier as far as that goes. You know, we could spend the last three minutes ripping the ads over at your school. You know, rip Gaz and Farley and all that. No, I didn't. I didn't think so. Hey, the strike. I'm just kidding on that. The strength tie of Brookfield East baseball. Um, does it start at the youth program? Does it? You know, do you get kids that are that you talked about a freshman who, who threw a lot for you? Is that coming from those youth programs in Brookfield? Yes, I think so. Uh, but this year's a little different in terms of our team makeup uh, than we have in the past. This year, when we started the year off, we had 11 of 16 guys who are playing high school baseball for the first time. Wow. So that's because of the switch from summer to spring that allowed these travel ball kids to come out and play for high school for the first time. Boy, that helps. And it helps a lot. So I think the, the travel ball scene plays a big impact in the talent level of southeast Wisconsin here, maybe across the state. Uh, we were talking beforehand, we got on the air, that the pitching we saw, phenomenal all year. Many teams had many pitchers that were very good, and uh, just the talent level has been raised. So I think, uh, I think the travel ball scene has a big impact on it. Same question, Mike, as, as far as uh, the the travel part and, and maybe the youth program. I know your youth program because we had that conversation um, is really strong. But the fact that these kids get to play, and, and were you missing kids from? from... Yeah, I had um, I had 16 new faces in the program this year. Um, so, um, you know, and, and I think, uh, you know, there's no doubt that uh, um, the feeder programs uh, – um, that we have both, uh, we we have two feeder programs. Uh, uh, Lannon uh, feeds yep. in, and 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 then we have our our junior chargers, and they do a fabulous job and uh, um, really get those kids prepared. But uh, you know, uh, you know, you take a look at like Arado and the success he had this year. I mean, he's a he's a travel kid, you know? right? So uh, uh, I think for us, it's uh, um, it's a balance, and I think that um, it, it strengthened us because uh, we we have uh, um, a good balance of of uh, kids coming from both. If you guys quickly before we get to break, if you guys could turn back the clock and go back, 
Would you would you go back and, and play summer or do you like spring? No, I, I would stay spring. I uh because I have an eight year old, I'm I'm all for it right now. If you would have asked me this uh pre kids, I probably right. would be a summer guy still. Yeah. Interesting. And there's no going back. I wish they would move the start date and make it more of a hybrid where it's you know, two, start started two weeks later. But man, that Wade's not they're not budging well, on that thing. As far as that goes, uh one reason I, I I always like that, but uh, I have a new reason <laughs> this year going through the experience we did. Um, it was so challenging, uh, and I think you guys were out a week before we were, so I don't think you ran into this. But after we w- won the sectional final and, and the dust started to settle a little bit, I got parents whispering in my ear, what about finals? I'm like, I so, I mean, I, I had kids having to take their finals the week before, and uh, you know, it, it was the last day of the oh, school man. year. Uh, Nobody you know, thought of that. No, and so if they push it even a week, now you're talking about, you know, um, at least for us, we wouldn't have had to deal with this. And I know that there's other schools that didn't have to, but if you can get a date where the state tournament is where nobody is in their last week of school, I think that would be ideal. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to a junior. We would talk to a senior, but it's graduation right now. Over <laughs> Sussex Hamilton, Eric Corrado. He is. Uh, where is he right now? He's out of t- out of the pocket, right? <clears throat> um, Indiana, playing baseball. Playing baseball. We'll talk to him and congratulate him on a really good year on the other side of the break. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside head baseball coach at Sussex Hamilton, Mike Schrammick, head baseball coach at Brookfield East. He's Ty Johnson. We're now joined by a junior baseball player from Sussex Hamilton known as Dad a long time. He got a chance to watch this young man play a little football last year up close and personal for Thursday Night Lights. He's uh, Eric Arado. Eric, how are you? Good. How are you, Mike? Good. Hey, congratulations on a really good year. I know that uh, you know y- you wish it would have ended a little bit differently, but boy, that team that you guys played, that Eau Claire North team, I watched them. They're, that's a really good baseball team. Yeah, it was a really good team. It was a really good game for us. Uh, it didn't come out the way we wanted it to, but I was really happy with the way we performed and competed out there. Hey, Eric, um, where are you right now, and, and who are you playing? Now, baseball ended three days ago for you or something, and you're in Indiana yeah. right now uh, playing on the travel team? Yeah, I'm in Indiana right now playing with uh, my hitters travel team. We're out here in Westfield at uh, Grand Park. Hey, we, we had talked at the end of the last break, and I asked these two coaches if you could you know, turn the clock and go back to playing summer baseball, would you do it? And both of them said probably not because we get the opportunity – to allow the guys that play travel baseball to play for their high school. That must have been fun for you. Yeah, it was really great uh, being able to play with all my friends back at school because this is my sixth year with hitters, so I've never really had that opportunity to play with them. So it was a really good experience for me, and it was really fun just having them on my side the whole way. Mike, this is a, a, a topic that, that is near and dear to your heart, and you've done some research on it. And, and, and just with exit interviews and talking to these kids – Different feeling for these kids, and I'll ask I'll ask Eric this, but different feeling for these kids to play on their high school team compared to playing on the on the travel ball thing. Yeah, the, the feedback that I get is is you know on the high school team, it's uh, it's a family atmosphere. It's a uh, um, 
a collective unit, um, you know, trying to uh, achieve uh, a goal. You know, obviously for us, uh, a state championship is is what we uh, aspire to do this year. And, uh, you know, um, I, I think uh, whether it be Eric or any of the other guys that are involved with these uh, travel teams, uh, I think it does uh, um, great things for them as, as individuals uh, as far as uh, uh, their craft goes. Um, they're, they're definitely becoming – better and better baseball players playing against uh, very, very good competition. But, uh, you know, I, I guess, Eric, you could speak to it uh, uh, more than I, but uh, just based on the feedback that I've, I've gotten to guys that uh, do a similar type thing like like you're doing, uh, it just seems like there there is a difference there in as far as, uh, um, you know, uh, the team aspect goes. Um, yeah, as far as the team aspect, I feel like we're a lot closer because we all go to, we see each other every day in school, so we're always with each other. And it was just being like one big family again, so that was really fun, and I really enjoyed that. Eric, to have to have Hamilton on on the front of your jersey, okay, these are you're you're playing in front of your community and, and playing with your friends and guys that you grew up in the youth program, youth baseball program with. And one of the things Mike talked about during the break was, you know, now the scoreboard matters a little bit. You know, now now when you're playing for 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 Hamilton, the scoreboard really matters. When you're playing. For your travel team, I don't. D- does the scoreboard matter a whole lot to you guys? I mean, yeah, we obviously want to win every game we play, but I think being with the high school, it's more of a pride aspect, knowing that you're have a bunch of your community out there going out there to support you guys. You just want to put on a show for everyone who's out there, and that's probably the biggest thing for us. We're talking to Eric Arado from uh, Sussex. He's a junior at Sussex Hamilton. Hey, Eric, your uh, your plan is to go to Northern Illinois to play baseball. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. So, will have they talked to you about not playing football, or is that your decision? And and you're you're a multi-sport athlete, correct? Yeah. And so, and, and I've known your dad a long time, and he I think he he likes the fact, you know, that that's your huddle, and you're the quarterback at at Hamilton. And are your plans to to play football in the fall? Yeah, I'm 100 percent all in with football. Um, my biggest thing with talking to Northern Illinois was. When we they were recruiting me and I was down there talking to their coaches and their staff, um, I asked them. I said, "What do you think about me playing football?" And they said they were all for it. Good. They love multi-sport athletes. They think that's a big piece of like how I get more athletic and how I am who I am, and it makes my baseball game that much better. So they're all for it. And that was probably one of the biggest things for me with them. Uh, well, you will. Uh, are you a pitcher? What else do you play other than pitching? So I pitch and I also play third base. For the high school this year, I played second base mainly, but with my travel team, I play third base and I pitch. So at Northern Illinois, are they looking at you as a pitcher or a third baseman? As of right now, they're looking at me at both. Okay. So I'll get down there after my senior year, going to fall ball, playing both, and then it's how I perform and it's up to what they think as to what they want to do with me from there. When they see the uh, ball come off his bat, I, I, I think that they're going to have to uh, really seriously think about putting him in the batter's box. It would be my opinion. Yeah, he could hit it a little bit. A little bit. His daddy could hit it, too. You know what? Hey, Eric, don't don't you dare tell your dad I'm saying good things about him on the radio, but boy, oh boy, he could hit the ball about four miles. Well, he's listening right now, so. Oh, I'm never going to hear the end. of about it for like the next week. I'm never going to hear the end of this thing. Um, what a great family to have as part of the Sussex family. You know, the, 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 this is, look, I've, Vic is a guy that I, I walked through the airport with him not too long ago. 
Um, and we, the first thing we talked about was high school sports. And you know what? He's got such a passion about it, and he's really proud of his son and how he competes. And and uh, I, I, I like that. Yeah, I asked you off the uh, off the air. I said, "Man, what a perfect guy for 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 your for your baseball family." Well, and and you know the whole family. Um, you know, a great balance of you know supporting us and and what we do. Obviously, supporting Eric, um, but uh, at the same time, willing to do anything and everything um, that that needs to be done. Um, you know, we went down to uh, uh, South Carolina to to play our first four games uh, this year, and. Uh, um, Eric's family was just so uh, supportive and, and helpful in, in volunteering their time and, and doing some things that uh, um, would have been, been very time-consuming for me. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I can't thank them enough uh, for, for what they did in, in that regard. But uh, Hey, Eric, Eric, did you get burned out at all? Are you, are you getting tired and, and want to take a little time off, or are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. I'm in full baseball mode right now, so baseball – practically consumes my life from spring until fall and then I get into football mode and then right after football it's right back into baseball so I never really get burned out it's a game I love to play so I just take every opportunity to get better a good student athlete Eric take care of your uh, your grades yeah I, I say I do academic uh, all-conference so yes Okay, so he is different than his daddy then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, Eric, thank you so much for your time. Uh, good luck in Indiana. Have some fun. Stay safe, and uh, please say hi to your dad for me. All right, I will. Thank you. You got it. Eric Arado, Sussex Hamilton. Man, well-spoken. Leader on that team? He is, yeah. It's, it's hard for a quarterback, and, and Ty, you'll agree with this, I'm sure. Hard for a kid who's a quarterback in football not to be a leader. Jeff Tricky, when he does his quarterback coaching camps, about 40% of it isn't your footwork and where you're going to throw the ball. It's about, look, you have to fully embrace. If you're going to be a true quarterback and a good quarterback, you have to be a leader, not just in the locker room, not just in the huddle, in the in the hallway, in your community. And he and he really stresses that. I think it's it would be difficult for a kid that owns the huddle and is, and is that kind of leader on the football field not to just be a leader on the baseball diamond. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, the great thing about Eric is uh, um, he, he's got uh, um, a tremendous amount of talent, um, but uh, allows himself to be coached, um, you know, and, uh, um, you know, his, his one of his downfalls is uh, he, he wants to do so well that uh, um, at times I think he, uh, he can get pretty hard on himself and, and wear that emotion on his sleeve. And, and he's, he's well aware of it and, and working on it. That's junior, too. Yeah, well, and, and you know, it's, uh, it's across the board. You know, yeah. uh, football-wise, he does, does the same thing, but he's working on it, and he, uh, he, he, he does a great job. Mike, he threw an interception on that Thursday night game, and I watched his reaction. And I wanted to see how he reacted to it. And I think, you know, the receiver might not have gone exactly where he thought he was going. And I and I sat and I wanted to see if he lit up this receiver and he walked and he said, boys, that was my bad. It won't happen again. That's my fault. All right, I got it. Don't worry about it. We're good. And he walked away and I thought, okay, that's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Guys, let's get to a break. On this side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Ty Johnson, head baseball coach from Brookfield East. Mike Schrammick, the head baseball coach, Sussex Hamilton. 11-15, we'll talk to Nathan Meyer from Union Grove. And then 11-30, Milwaukee Milkman, Mike Zimmerman, uh, is coming in studio. Looking forward to talking to him for that last half hour. This is the Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time. 
Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside two head baseball coaches, Ty Johnson from Brookfield East. Actually, it's Jess Johnson's husband. That's what it is. <laughs> it's Ty Johnson and Kirsten Schrammick's husband, Mike. There you go. Yeah. Hudson and Bryn still listening, you think? They are. Yeah. Well, probably not... Kind of in passing. Yeah, it's all right. Background well, noise. Yeah, that's okay. I, I get that a lot, by the way, with the stuff that I do here on the air <laughs> and back, background noise. Hey, um, Ty, I want to start with you. You had talked about some – some. you had a freshman that that played a lot, sophomore. The, the um, overall makeup of the team, was it uh, a senior-laden team, a youth team, What what uh, and what do you have coming back? And We had a bit of mo- – uh, we had a mix of both. Okay. Uh, we had a very senior-heavy, and then we were very – Sophomore heavy. Okay. And we had a freshman or two that mixed in as well. So interesting. Junior class not well represented. We have we have three juniors, and I expect them to pretty much step up next year and fill a role. I think every year you look to those juniors to make a big jump as seniors, yep. and they they usually do. You're always you're always surprised. I think senior year brings something out of the guys that that makes them play better. Yeah, I agree with that because they see the light to the end of the tunnel. The other thing that happens is they feel like ownership of this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what? Okay, it's our team now. You know what? We're, we're not only going to get to state now. We're going to try to win the darn thing, and uh, and we need to figure out you know, how to be leaders and get these juniors and sophomores and freshmen to lead where where we're going. Um, the, what senior are you going to miss the most? I think Ryan Mazza. He was our shortstop this year. Uh, he actually played as a junior. He was a travel ball kid. Came out as a junior for the first time. Uh, he ended up being second second team all state as a junior. Uh, this year he was uh, the All Star Classic. Percip- or, uh, he was voted or yeah, he's mm-hmm. in the All Star Classic, I guess, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. So kind of like I was talking about uh, Rada's dad. I know, I know Maz's dad too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Is he yelling at you from the sidelines and stuff? Actually, actually this year we had him help coach. Uh, no. Because, yeah, we, we needed somebody that can that control fun- hit fungos, still BP, that yeah, helps se- us out. I've seen him throw. You can't <laughs> throw. I could hit that front no. toss. Yeah. Kevin's a good guy. Yes. You know what? And uh, yeah, I haven't seen him for a while, but I I, I, I used to run into him a lot. And uh, good for his son's a good kid, huh? Yes. Yeah. He he used to talk about his son a lot and how proud of him he's what he was and and what a good baseball player he is. So soccer too, I think. Right? Yeah, he was a, a good uh, good soccer player. I think yep. he was uh, all conference voting something for the last two or three years on the soccer team. And Ryan actually, along with Jack Steger and Joey Pago, they earned the most. Varsity letters at the school over their career. Really? So it's pretty cool. There's four kids, and three of them also end up being um, baseball players. So it's, it's pretty neat to see. Yeah, that's re- that good for them. And you're going to miss those seniors. Oh, yeah. A, a good senior class, a very talented. And the kind of bummer about winning or losing at state, winning sectionals, get there, is that this was their one shot, right? They come out and play for the one year. That was what the real killer was at the end of the game when we lost to Fond du Lac was – that was that was our that was this class is a one shot right um, yeah so. that's that makes it hard Mike how about you seniors uh, senior laden team or is it a young team or um, no <clears throat> same thing Ty was saying uh, I I think we've got a balance I mean mine is kind of split on the field um, you know we uh, we return uh, a good portion of our infield um, you know Rado will be back uh, um, I got Zach Storbachen who was uh, um, 
really good player for us uh, in the infield, Braden Gorecki, uh, who, who actually uh, played for me last year as a sophomore. So he'll be back one more year. Um, so we're, we're pretty solid uh, uh, in the infield, obviously, with uh, Eric uh, uh, on the mound. Uh, we'll get his pitching back next year. Um, but uh, in the outfield, um, you know, like in the, in the state quarterfinal, uh, all three of the kids that uh, – um, we're playing in the outfield. We're seniors. You yeah. Know? So, uh, um, you know, we'll we'll have some some holes to fill, but uh, we also have some some core coming back that, uh, um, you know, will we'll hopefully keep us uh, um, as competitive as possible next year. How is the JV program at Hamilton? Um, good. I mean, uh, both uh, both lower level uh, uh, teams uh, had had really good years, and and uh, um, you know, there's there's uh, some some kids there that uh, we uh, we we're excited to see what. They bring the table as they continue to climb the ladder. Ty, same question on the lower levels at Brookfield East for baseball. Yeah, we have very strong numbers in, in large classes down there with in talent, multi-sport athletes. So it's exciting to see what's moving forward, and I think they're going to fill in nicely for us. Yeah, I think that that uh, the cupboard's not bare in either program. So you know, I, I'll expect that you know next year you guys will be taking home the gold ball and 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 cheering and what you'll do is be able to bring these seniors back to say look this is what you started this is what you did you know you got us really close and these kids uh finished the deal Can we talk about your staff a little mike i know that look as coaches we you know we need we need good guys around us and you talked about you got guys that are in the building which is really important um and really helps i don't know it it is important and it does help you can do it without it but it, it does help. Talk about the guys that help you. Yeah, it's um, uh, the, the guys are fabulous. Um, you know, we uh, uh, last year I put up uh, my my varsity assistant uh, uh, Steve Wenchel uh, for assistant uh, coach of the year, and and uh, um, he was able to get that, which I think uh, deservedly so. Uh, this year I put up uh, um, Justin Seely, who uh, was was my JV coach, and and he got uh, the, the conference assistant coach of the year. Um, you know. And then I brought uh, uh, Josh Neary, who uh, is, is kind of fresh to the uh, coaching scene and uh, uh, teaching scene, and uh, he, he, he did a great job this year. Um, Justin is um, part of our strength and conditioning uh, uh, program uh, at, at the high school and uh, uh, really knows his stuff in that regard. And so he's, you know, over the years, um, you know, he's, he's kind of a, a year-round guy for us where he's getting our guys, uh, um, you know, bigger, stronger, faster, more agile. Um, you know, for Steve, you know, what I told him, uh, or what I tell him consistently, is is uh, um, he needs to understand how um, crucial he is for me and and balancing me out. You know, I've I've had years where I've coached and uh, I've had the assistant next to me that just nods their head and, and agrees with everything that I I propose, and uh, I <laughs> I'm not uh, uh, naive enough to to know that every idea I have is a is a good idea, and and that's where Steve is uh, so valuable to me. <clears throat> he balances me out, you know. Uh, flat out will tell me that that's a stupid idea we we need to go a different direction or i wouldn't do that you know and and uh, uh i need somebody like that because he's uh he's a he's a great baseball mind and uh keeps me in balance and i think the the two of us uh uh hacking things out like that have uh really contributed to our success ty same question for your staff uh we talked about kevin yep um uh, who else on the staff that uh that really makes this program well the main assistant is going to be my brother uh my brother trevor yep uh he's he does a lot for us. Uh, I teach a lot of the fundamental stuff, but in games, tendencies, uh, knowing how to make a play, uh, telling people to go get in a certain hop, making in-game adjustments. Uh, he's so your older crucial. brother, or younger brother. Younger brother. He actually played at a Division two school in Illinois, Illinois Springfield. Uh, they've had very good seasons back to back. Now, uh, he kind of 
his class kind of started that trend for them. And we're, we're very aggressive on the bases, and everyone thinks it comes from me all the time. I don't know if I want to share this with Mike here, <laughs> but uh, everyone thinks I call everything. But in reality, he's our first base coach that calls a lot of the steals for us. Uh, he calls them out, and uh, I just we got to have faith in what he sees, and he sees things that I don't think a lot of other people see on a baseball field. When you, when you guys get together, is he married? He is not. He is not. So when he comes over... And it's uh, it's you and Jess and the dog, and he comes over. Do you guys just talk baseball? Yes, uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you and Trevor just go off into another room. And oh, my, my, my wife hates it, uh, but also my dad uh, helped me coach last year when we were in summer baseball. Oh man! So my, my dad is a, a fast pitch coach at Catherine Memorial. So I think he's been on the show before he with has. you. Yeah. And so he helped me out last year, and he comes to a lot of games when he can. So uh-huh. when we get together, my wife just. Jess just goes and she takes the dog for a walk. Yeah, she she just she has to just wear it for a little while when we talk about baseball. I mean, we we recap the full game, every yeah. single play. And <laughs> you know, my wife used to say, "Let me get this straight. You got to be before, you got to be at the game two hours ahead of time, <laughs> yeah, right? And then you play the game, and then you talk to the kids about the game." And then you come home and you talk to the other coaches about the game. Oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's thirty six years I've been doing that, man. And she, we're we're going to Green Bay tonight to celebrate our thirty sixth wedding anniversary. Well, so, congratulations! Thanks. Yeah, she's hung in there, man. <laughs> I'm now officially retired, but we've made it, man. And we, what a what a way to go out too. You win a state championship and then say, okay, I'm I'm done. But and I'll miss it. But it's time. It's been uh, it's been a long time. So I I know exactly what Jess. When the father comes over, brother comes over, mm-hmm. we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about what our dog's doing. We're talking baseball. Are you are you a multi-sport guy? Do you like other sports? Uh, yes. I, I mean, I, I go to most football games. I try to make quite yeah. a few of the basketball games. And we have. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to go to any game that I have a player on the team. So a few years ago, I had a volleyball player that was at the state tournament. I was at the state tournament for volleyball. So how, I, long, how long have you been married? Uh, I yeah, about. We we got married in August, so we we're not a year yet. <laughs> so during the break, Mike, how long you been married? Long time. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. Have, I'm gonna be in trouble now. I think it's eight nine years. Good. There you go. Well, I got 36, <laughs> so I'm gonna have a conversation with you boys after this, and I'll bet you a dollar the next hour you're not gonna say, "Oh, Jess hates that." She because you're gonna hear about that one, <laughs> Jesse. I know we don't. We know you don't hate that. You would prefer to talk something other than baseball, but these boys are baseball boys. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. High School Baseball Coaches Show. Mike Schrambach, who's the baseball coach of Sussex Hamilton. Ty Johnson from Brookfield East. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.